Great. I can barely wait. Yeah. That's the noise. That's the noise it makes. Oh yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yep. Yeah, like an is, yours, uh, is yours hooked up to Wi-Fi so it also sends you a a uh, alert that says no it turns out we've got like the pretty budgety one um the only thing i can do is i can hold my phone up to it with the lg app running to diagnose mechanical issues oh yeah that's it that's all i can do it doesn't have uh no i i have a siri shortcut for my laundry timer that's oh. it so i just so i do like a do the laundry timer shortcut, and then it tells me in like an hour that the laundry is done. Like you should, because it generally yes. takes about an hour, right? Right, right. Not that I can't hear the ding, 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 from across the house, but just you know, a little backup, a little extra, right? A little extra protection to remind me of them. I feel that. I'm exhausted. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. No, it's gonna make for a good show. Don't worry. All right. I also took my medicine that makes me sleepy too late, so I also have taken two naps in the last like forty-five minutes. God bless it. God bless it. So, do you want to just uh, you want to just get rolling? Sure. There's, there's uh, yeah, we got some, we got some stuff to talk about. We haven't mm-hmm. done this is like what three weeks. This is yeah. <laughs> we missed two weeks. Yeah. I missed I missed two weeks. You missed two weeks. That's fine. I it's guess fine. we haven't done, we didn't, and you didn't, didn't really talk. do. You didn't really, yeah. You didn't really talk. Yeah. Video game news and stuff last. So yeah, we got plenty of. We didn't do a traditional bullshit last episode. I uh, I thought about asking you if you wanted to do one, and we spliced in that episode that I recorded with Pet Symmetry as like a like a segment of the show. But I thought it was still like substantial enough to stand as its own episode. Yeah, it was. So, it was good. It was a good show. It was fun. It seemed like it was a lot of fun. Yeah, those guys are a lot of fun. So, and then I and you know, like I I know them, so like it wasn't as right. like nerve wracking as like uh having some somebody on that, like I don't know personally. Right. So, it was good stuff. Pretty good. I uh pretty wild. Did you get to the game? Did you get to the part where I play the game with them? I didn't know. Uh, I uh, so I decided to quiz them on if they knew video game references inside of mm-hmm. uh, music of their game. Oh, of their music. Okay. Yeah, in like other music, and uh, mm-hmm. I I put one in there just for you in case you were on the show. If they didn't know it, I, you would know the answer to it. The question was, and you might you can just stop me when you know the answer. In 2014, Drake and Lil Wayne toured together. The concerts and Street Fighter Four. Yeah. So Ultra Street uh, Fighter Four. I have I the like, shirt. I was like, oh, they're not gonna they're not gonna know the answer to this. Turns out uh one of the guys who was like in their circle of, of friends was Drake's sound guy. No shit. So they were all at the show. So they were there for like at that the was show. that was such a good show. Um, but only I think because uh Eli hooked us up with like center oh there it is. There it was goes. uh like like 10 rows back, yeah. you know, center, yeah. All right. Silly tickets. It was silly tickets. Well, should we go for it? I No better time than the present, I would say.
Welcome to the Bullshot Podcast, episode 210. My name is Kleki. Today is August 16th, 2021. With me is Fish. When are we when are we approaching the year of us doing these again? October. We started October. in October again. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, it's getting coming close. up. Mm-hmm. I thought about that today too. we That's why it's 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 like I'm trying to think about all the other things that because I, I, we weren't recording this when I was in the old house, so I knew it had to be coming out. Yeah, no, you've, it's been exclusively in the new house, and I've been exclusively here in the podcast lair. Yes. In the podcast dungeon. You and the you and the water heater here in the podcast yep. lair. Here it is. Old faithful. It's actually not old. It's actually brand new. It actually broke like a year ago, so they had to replace oh. it. Oh. Um. But not, but not, but not a year ago while we were doing the show. Previous no. to the show. Previous to the show, because this has been, yeah, old faith, old faithful for the show. I guess this has been our spirit animal as the Reem performance water mm-hmm, heater. Mm-hmm. It works mm-hmm. good. Water gets Great. hot. Yeah, water gets Great. hot in the house. Great. Um, you know, before we dive into uh, talking about video games proper, um, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we've done like a kind of some tech stuff. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring something up, something up with you. Do you listen to Waveform? Do you listen to Marquez Brownlee's podcast? No, I don't. So I listen to it because I really like his. I like him on, a lot. Yeah, I like, I like Marquez a lot, and uh, his his opinions and things on uh, mm-hmm. on technology I think are, are really really great, really well thought out, like really mm-hmm. like just, like approaches everything from the right angle. But he's got this podcast host, uh, this guy Andrew. Um, who's just like a bad take machine. Like he's just like the worst takes like all the time. <laughs> I was really excited because HP last week announced the HP AIO Chrome. So the HP AIO Chrome is an all-in-one desktop computer mm-hmm. that only runs Chrome OS. Right, so it's Chromebook. And it's, and it's- Let me see this thing. It's as close to looking like an iMac as you can get without like completely wholesaling like ripping off the iMac mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he loves this thing because it's only $600 and it's probably better than the iMac and he goes off into this tangent about how for less than half the cost of a new iMac you can get this thing and yeah, it'll fit yeah. most people's needs now when was the last time as a person has only bought apple hardware in the last decade when was the last time you cared very deeply about the specs of your computer oh i guess you build gaming rigs right so like i do i yeah yeah i mean like that so yes i paid my lot of attention to that and i to be fair i did buy a i replaced a intel mac mini from 2018 with an m1 mac mini um because of the difference in in speed and stuff, and uh, I wanted to have a I wanted to have a an Apple Silicon Mac, um, yeah, for things like this, which I just bought. I bought the uh, the Touch ID. Oh, look uh, at you! Look at that Magic Keyboard, which only works on uh, silicone Max, M1 Max, silicones. Yeah, I cocked it. it. <laughs> white cock, white uh, thick bead of white well, silicone, cock. Silicone cock is like clear. Because I have it behind my uh, can't you uh, can't you sink. doesn't it also come in white doesn't I don't know fucking maybe play sure it does. Uh, anyway anyway so this yeah. HP this HP all in one which is not it's not a bad looking machine it's a little awkward though if you're gonna put this thing in 
portrait mode. So it's that's one of the looking. things he loved is that you can tilt that screen rotates, mm-hmm. so you can put it in portrait mode. He saw that he saw it as like being like a great addition to your kitchen. You could read recipes on it, like if you tilt it, like if you turned the screen ninety degrees, sure, you could read recipes going, you know, la- landscape or por- sure. sorry, portrait, like you just said. Um, you could also read I mean, a landscape. From what I understand, here's the thing. I believe the- I believe text works both ways. Here's the thing. The the specs on this thing are dog shit. It has like a 64 gig hard drive. It has a Pentium Gold dual core processor. I don't even know what a Pentium Gold processor is. Yeah. Um, And it has four gigs of RAM. There's no way that speaker, the base, so the base of the thing is a speaker. Right. There's no way that sounds good. No. Right? Am I crazy? Like that can't mm-hmm. sound good. I bet it's one tweeter, one driver. Yeah. It's probably one speaker, right? It's like it's like one of the and like when you buy the pair of stereo speakers for your desk, it's just one of those. Right. And how long okay, so six hundred dollars. Do you think that if you bought that within four years you'd buy you'd be buying a new computer? It's hard for me because, like, first of all, like, I don't know a fucking thing about what, like, Chrome OS is even capable of, right? Like, it's just yeah. a Chrome browser, right? It's just Chrome. Like, everything just runs Chrome, yeah. right? Like, if you, yeah, like, they have, a, it looks like Google they have Docs a mail app. And... Yeah, it mm-hmm. looks like they have Google Docs and, like, a, and a mail app. But, like, all those things just, like, they open up in a Chrome window, right? Right. It's Chrome tabs, basically. Right. Or Chrome windows. So it feels right. more like they're separate apps, they're discrete apps. Right. But it's really just a, it's a glorified Chrome browser. I mean, I, I mean, this, I mean, like, you, so, me. like, this feels like something that, like, yes, if you, if you, if you want to give it a specific purpose, where it's like I'm going to be using this specifically for browsing recipes in my kitchen, then sure. Although it seems kind of big for that, but yeah, I mean, sure. I guess then it's a goodbye. But like, this isn't a replacement for a swap for the fucking. Well, just also iMac. Be, keep keep in mind. I mean, keep in mind that Apple advertised the new iMac as a kitchen machine. Sure. As well. Um. Now, okay. So the new iMac starts at thirteen hundred dollars, and you right. didn't. It's the M1 processor, which you don't have to think about, right? Just that's mm-hmm. M1. Like you can't buy. There's no. Well, there's a. There's the one with the upgraded GPUs, right? But you get eight core CPU, seven core GPU, you get 256 gigs of storage, eight gigs of uh, RAM, a four and a half K Retina display, and the Magic Keyboard for thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, don't you think you'll buy thirteen hundred dollars worth of this shit before you? $1,300 worth of Chrome desktops before you buy one iMac. Like, right? You know, just like if you buy one iMac, you get an iMac. Like, you get an iMac, right. it'll last forever. Like, you're, it's going right. to last for like five, six, seven years if you want it to. Right. Uh, I just, I, I, it seemed very strange to me, this kind of idea that like, this is actually better. Like, no, actually, this is better than an iMac. I mean, people. I people have an irrational, like, an irrational hatred towards Apple, and a lot, a lot of people do. A lot irrational bias, like, and I say irrational because it really is. Like, people will dislike Apple stuff for 
not real reasons, but just so they can confirm right. their bias, right? Like, yeah. so they can pretend that they're like tech neutral or whatever, but like, and I'll pretend all day long that I'm tech neutral, but at the end of the day, like if I'm, I, I'm gonna be buying them, like if I had a choice between buying a Mac and buying a PC, like for my work computer or for my da- daily driver, I'm gonna buy a, a, a Mac every time. And that's, that's just like, I like to think that I'm more neutral than most people, but at the end of the day, um, I really like Max. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it sounds to me like this dude just doesn't like Max. It sounds to me like this dude is like, it, it's one of those things where, where it feels like it's just like a stretch to make a point that doesn't really make the point or doesn't really make any sense, but like confirms their bias, right? That's what right. it feels like. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm going to say, I, when I bought this laptop that I'm talking to you on right, uh, right now, this MacBook Air, there were three CPU choices. I had to make a CPU mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you, do you like or not like this idea that that's going away? That, like, you don't um, what, I like it. I like it only because, like, the M1, that the Apple Silicon in general is so, I don't want to say so much more advanced than Intel because it's not more advanced, but it's so much more efficient because, you know, of how Intel is never going to win that fight because Intel is separate from everything else, right? You have an Intel chip, you have an Asus motherboard, you have an, you know, you have all these components that Apple builds for themselves and then build software around that too. Whereas like Intel's, you know, you're running a Windows machine. And that Windows machine has to be able to run under multiple, you know, hundreds of thousands of millions of different combinations of hardware. Whereas like the Mac's got, like Mac OS has got to run under, you know, a hundred maybe different configurations of hardware and even less now. And I don't mind that. Like I like, I it's like buying a phone, right? It's like buying a phone. Like I don't... When I'm using my Mac, I'm using it to browse the internet. I'm using it to watch movies. I'm using it to many of my Plex server right now. It won't be for much longer, but it is right now. Uh, you know, it's just kind of like, it's my, it's my casual, it's my casual PC. I, I mix this uh, podcast for whatever it's worth on my Mac. Um, so as long as it does that, I know, I don't care. When it comes to gaming, I don't have any misconceptions that my Mac is going to be gaming. So then I do care about specs. And then I do care about putting together the combination of, of hardware that I would want. But like that is strictly for one thing and one thing only, and that's gaming. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your yeah. question. I guess but... it's, it's the only space, it's the only space I feel like that really still needs it. Right. You got to know your specs. You got to know right. your specs. On, yeah. But we're I even mean, when seeing you... that. I mean, the Steam Deck could change that too. Like, the Steam Deck could change. You that. know, we could see. I don't. I don't. Like, I don't oh, think it will. But it could. No, I. It'll help. It'll help change. Yes. But it, yes, because it, 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 if it gets away. if it gets widespread adoption, people will optimize their games for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, it, yep. it's it's uh, this this Chromebook thing. I mean, this Chrome OS thing. It's, it's, I mean, it's fine. All of the Chrome base all in one. It's all right. It's not the prettiest thing in the world. It kind of looks like a, like a Sonos with a screen attached to it, yeah. or like a sharper um, image, like or like a, yeah, like exactly, like, exactly. Like this is a very expensive yeah. alarm clock. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. But it's just like comparing it to the uh, to the iMac just feels forced because like, yes, the iMac is an all in one, too. But an iMac can like run Chrome and other things. Yeah, right. And everything. you know, (laughs) yeah, it doesn't need to be browser based for it to to work on an iMac. And uh, to be fair, the iMacs look a lot better than this. But I'm a big fan of the new iMacs. Yeah, I finally saw one in person. I finally saw one of the new ones. They're so they're so gorgeous. Yeah, they're, they're really gorgeous. Nice. Do we want to talk about uh, this? Speaking, uh, well, uh, well, oh, go, 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 go. Is your Mac doing? Is your Mac doing anything in the background? You're like a little stuttery. You're like a little. Let me see. Let me see. You know, you're probably Why, just waking yes. it up. Yes, it there is. You go. It's upgrading. It's updating my uh, or it's a uh, backblaze was uh was like you know what? Yep. So right now is the time. The, yep. no time but the present. It's a, Get it's those a, files sleeping... up into the cloud. Get them into I the cloud s- right now. Gotta. All right. Is that better? Am I better now? Oh yeah, your resolution even changed. Like on your video, you looked better. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, no, it was up. It was uploading it. Like it was pinning my connection. So of course it was running. Right. Yeah. Anyway, that's why we. That's why I record audio tracks separately. That's why we do it. Because yours will be it. immaculate. Mine will be immaculate. So what did you what, what did you want to talk about? Do we want to talk about that that C Sam stuff at all? The 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 child protective stuff they're doing. Did you, know, you read about that at all? I mean, I've listened. I can't not read about it. Like it's been right. everywhere this week. Um, I can't say that I am a expert in what's going on. This is the gist that I get, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if you are a child account on an iCloud account, Apple's going to monitor your photos to make sure that you're not like there's no naked so, people in them okay. okay so there's two components there's two components to it okay the first is the iMessage component which uh as i understand it uh if you are a um if you are a child under 12 and you get sent a picture that the on uh, onboard machine learning deems potentially inappropriate it will pop up a thing that says, it will block the picture. It will, you know, blur it out and it'll say, hey, this picture looks like it's showing something uh, like from, uh, I can't remember. It's, it's actually really well worded. I wish I could pull it up. Talking about like things that would be covered up by a bikini or bathing suit. Um, like it's like, it's, it's worded in a way that's not like this picture shows your private areas and you probably don't want to see private areas. You know, it's, it's actually worded in a way that like a kid, I think who, if they decide to read the warning message would go, oh, okay. And then they can decide whether or not they still want to look at it. And then if they say, yes, they still want to look at it. And this is only for kids under 12 or 12 and under. Um, it will say, okay, I'll let you see this, but I'm also going to notify your parents that you received this image. Um, over 12, it doesn't do that. Over 12, it's like, all right, I'm still going to, I'm still going to warn you that this is what this is. And if you need, and, and there's also something in the, the text about it, like if you need support, like uh, if, if you if you think that you're in trouble, like I believe it, like gives you like places to go to. I have to I have to look that up. I don't want to be incorrect about that, but it's it's really I don't know. I was really impressed with how it was written, and um, so there's worry that like that could put kids in that are already in unsafe parental um, situations into more unsafe parental uh, situations. Um, but I think that one is, it's better than nothing, right? Like, I what, think that that's so wait, a good. The, so the, so the controversy or the, is that 
Well, this one's not the controversial one. This oh, is the one that's just kind of like people are people are asking the right questions about it. They're saying, okay, this is a good first step, but what about kids that are already in unsafe situations at home? This could potentially put them in a more unsafe situation if they don't read this warning and just keep clicking yes to see the picture, or if they don't care and they click yes and don't think think about the potential repercussions of their parents finding out that this is what they're doing. Excuse me. So there's there's people are asking the right questions about that, but I still think that like in general, that's the right move. That like, almost seems like it's a way to let a child know that this isn't right. Yeah, like I think like, that, like that's a strange way to look at it as like right. this could make things work. I mean, yeah, I mean, but like make, you've got like make, if you want to like, talk about are they gonna abusive parents them? or whatever. Yeah, they I don't gonna, know. like beat their kids up and go, did Tim Cook tell you I showed you a picture of I don't know, it's such a weird I don't know. That's such a weird yeah, way to I, look at it, but okay. I mean, I, mean, I can't I, say I, I, I know. But, but we both came from like, you know, parents that like it probably would not have put us in a more unsafe yeah. situation, you know. Um the one that's the one that is controversial, and I think again for the right reasons, but I think that Apple's heart is in the right place, is if you have iCloud photo library enabled, um Again, this is all happens on device. It doesn't happen in the cloud. Um, your phone or your iPad or whatever will, or your Mac will process the images in your photo library and it will, it takes them and it turns them into a hash. I don't know how it does this, but there, it hashes them so that like, um, it basically has, it, 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 it boils them down to a number and then it, and then it takes that number and it compares it with a, database of child pornography of known child pornographic images and you have to have an exact match the hash from the from the database of child pornographic images which exists which like blows my fucking mind to begin with that like somewhere there is a government database i don't even know i think it's government but like it's they have just hundreds of thousands of gigabytes of of child pornography which is just fucked that we have to do that. But anyway, it takes the, your, your images and compares it to those. And if you have like 30 or so images that are exact matches, then it alerts Apple, hey, this person may have a lot of child pornography on their thing. Um, and then some poor guy at Apple, poor man or woman at Apple, has to go through and verify that the pictures are the same. And then they alert the authorities. Um, which like, again, on the surface sounds great. The question becomes, okay, well, that's great for this scenario. What about if there are bad actors in play? Like, what if the Russian government's like, hey, check these phones for pictures of uh, homosexual material? Or, you know, or, or, or uh, I mean, people are like, well, what if Disney's like, yeah, well, make sure they don't have pictures of Donald Duck on their phone or, or you know, copyrighted I mean, material, which is, which is, but I mean, like, I, again, I think those are the right questions because I think that like when you open up this, the whole thing with the San Bernardino, remember the San Bernardino case where they were like, we don't want to build back doors right. into our software because when you build a back door, even if you build it for the right reasons, it's going to be used for the wrong reasons. And this is kind of not a back door, but it is kind of a way that like Apple can monitor what's on your device I, I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where it's like, maybe they will, maybe they won't. 
And if they do, what are you going to do? Right. I, yeah. I, you're going to throw away your phone and not, like, well, I mean, like that's, I mean, like, and you can just say it, you can turn it off by, by turning off iCloud photo library. If you turn off iCloud photo library, they're not going to scan your phone for stuff. Right. Like, it, yeah, I could, and for people like, I guess like for me, when people are like, Oh, well, I'm worried about them tracking me. It's like, my dude, you have a active GPS device in your pocket at all times. That is completely, that is hooked into a wireless network of, you know, cell towers that can transmit your exact location constantly at all times. Like maybe worry about that rather than like, you know, Russia yeah, looking it at feels your phone. Like, it feels like, um, it feels like uh, vaccine stuff almost where it's like, Oh, I got a flu shot one time and uh, my arm swelled up. So I'm not going to get the COVID vaccine because my arm might swell up and you don't, right. but, but the good is outweighing the bad here. Like your arm might swell up, but you're also not going to get like COVID that's going to kill you or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, um, like, to be fair, to be fair, like if that happened, like, so let's say that Apple did say, all right, Russia. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Look at your user's phones. Like, that's fine. Whatever. Go ahead. But it's not. And, it's and, not and a backdoor for Russia. No. though. you're describing a backdoor no. for Apple. Boy, right, like, right, right, right. But if Russia was like, "Hey, it's now illegal to have homophobic images on your phone in Russia," Apple, you need to, or homo, uh, homosexual images on your phone in, in in Russia, Apple, you need to scan everyone's phone and tell us who has those images on there. And Apple said yes. There would be a uh, a public backlash to that that was so extreme that Apple sure. would like. You know, like, why would they do it? Right, exactly. Why would they? They wouldn't do it. And they say, well, they're like, and they do it with China. But it's like, well, yeah, everything in China is hosted on Chinese servers. Like, that's part of the rule. Like, China's already looking at people's stuff. Like, (laughs) if you are in China, you have no privacy. So, like, this isn't like a, this isn't a change of pace for you. I don't know. I I like both of the things. You don't have much privacy. No, no, again, you are literally carrying around a GPS device that is constantly active and constantly connected to some form of like cell tower and the, the, like to find you based on your, like everyone, like Verizon knows where I am at all times. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> you'd have to yeah, live a I, life of like turning your cellular off like every time you moved or something. Right. You'd have to like, right. yeah. But right, then exactly. your device is not. Or you just don't have a phone. It, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I. I mean. I. I think that everyone's asking the right questions, and I think that like Apple is committed to having the right answers. But I also think that this is important. What they're doing is important, and I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it seems like the right kind of way to use that technology. Right. Because I mean, it is still in theory private because everything happens on the phone. And the phone doesn't report anything unless it finds something. Right. Because, like, there's also this worry that, like, people are like, oh, well, surveillance is, like, you know, surveillance of innocent people is elite or, you know, there, you know, no, 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 uh, what is it? Innocent until proven guilty in theory. And it's like, well, it's not really surveillance either, but whatever. Fine. Fine. Speaking of uh, confirmation bias against Apple. But, uh, yeah, that was that. Okay. I hope it works out. Me too. Not used for evil. I'm um, glad that we've had two uh, very adult conversations the last two episodes. We had this and then we had the Activision conversation. I feel like we're well equipped for these 
mature and adult uh, conversations. We are going to do a little bit more of that conversation as well coming up in the news. Uh, there's, a, there's a part of that Activision Blizzard thing that I'm, I'd love to hear. I'll, I will give my thoughts and then I'd like to hear, love to hear your thoughts. But um, have you been playing any, you know, three weeks, you've been playing any video games? Oh, I have been playing video games. Oh boy, here we go. I have been playing video games. I did not finish Metroid yet. I'm at the Oh boss. my God. I know. I'm falling behind. I'm going to have to finish. I might have to finish two in one month. Can you believe it? I don't know if I'll get Super Metroid and Metroid Fusion done in one month, but uh, I'm at, uh, I'm at the boss. That uh, game is real good still. Like it's nice. It's an, it like, it's, 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 it's fun to see. I, like going from, like I said, like Metroid zero mission was like the pinnacle of the 2d sprite based Metroid. And like this, uh, you know, Metroid Samus Returns, the remake, uh, is very much uh, uh, the next iteration of that thing. But like with modern sensibilities, it's really, it's really well done. Um, yeah, I'm going to finish that. Uh, I have, um, I have some shame to bring oh, to you. Okay, great. Um, I... Uh, that I'm not happy about, uh, but I did it uh, because I was reading. I don't know if you're familiar with Steve Troughton Smith. I think his name is. He's an Apple developer, uh, and uh, he he loves Elite Dangerous. And uh, there's a part of my heart that wants to love Elite Dangerous, but I just can't get into it. But he uh, <clears throat> he gave up on Elite Dangerous and started tweeting about Star Citizen. Do you know what Star Citizen is? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we yeah. Okay. For as long as okay. we've been doing we've got... this podcast, there's been the threat of Star Citizen. There has been the threat of Star Citizen. Um, so I spent seventy dollars on Star Citizen, and okay. I've been playing that. I mean, I've okay. always wanted to be a part of a Ponzi scheme, so like I can cross that off my bucket list. Is that a Ponzi scheme or is it a pyramid scheme? Uh, isn't it the same? Isn't a Ponzi scheme a pyramid? Oh no, I guess a Ponzi scheme you pay off the people above you. Yeah, with your entrance fee. So maybe it is a pyramid scheme. All right. Anyway, I don't know. It's a scheme, but it's but, a uh, game. But you can play it, right? It's a thing you can play, play it. You can play it, and like it's it's it's. I won't call it complete. No, but it is like I can go out and do missions. I can go out and like build better ships or just run uh, supplies from one place to another. I can, you know, uh, do bounty hunter mission. Like it has, it has. An, uh, it has a great deal of content spread out over an, like a, just in like an unfathomable amount of planets. So like each each area has like one or two things to do. But like when you spread that out over like you know a hundred planets, it's like no, there's quite a bit to do. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's 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 buggy. Um, but as it turns out, Chris Roberts still knows how to make a how, still knows how to make a space sim. And um, yeah, I, I I bought I can't remember what ship I bought. It was this, it was the ship that someone recommended on some. I googled how to start playing Star Citizen, and it was a ship that someone recommended. I was like, all right, fine, because they said it was going to do a little bit of everything, and you can. And um, I started out in I can't remember what spaceport, but one of them, and it was cool. And I don't know, man, it's it, I, it's one of those things where it's like I'm not going to say I can't wait for it to finish because I don't think it's ever going to get finished. I don't think that game will ever have like a, well, it's done. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that's the point of it anymore. No, it just seems to be in perpetual beta. I wouldn't stop eating this. Oh boy. Dog's like, I love plastic right now. Mm, Delicious. 
delicious. Um, but mostly, uh, I have been playing Destiny One. That's weird because that's that's an old one. That's the old yeah, Destiny. That's the old one. That's the old right. one. That's like that's not the one that has the new stuff. No, it has it's the old, old stuff. Right. Um, Destiny One. Uh, I think I've talked about has always been a game I wanted to get into. Um, but like you know, I bought the original destiny one and then i bought the taken king and but never never got into either of them i own them both for xbox one and i never got into either of them um and then i don't know about a year ago amazon was selling the complete pack thought it was an actual like because the the complete pack on microsoft's site if you want to buy it digitally which is what i would have preferred to do but if i want to buy it digitally it's like still 60 bucks because activision wants 60 bucks for it yeah um but Amazon was selling the physical version for $10. And I sure. said, that seems worth it. So I bought the, the physical version of all three Destiny 1 campaigns. And I played through Destiny 1 slowly. Uh, I would say it took me between finishing Destiny 1 and going through uh, the Crota expansion and House of Wolves, uh, it took me a good six months to get through those because it's... <laughs> The storytelling in that is so bad just yeah, like yeah. so bad and just you just you have no idea what's going on you have no idea what the what the stakes are of anything who anyone is they're just constantly throwing these things at you as like you walked into the movie halfway through right um so i but then i started the taken king and the taken king was fan fucking tastic that is literally like seriously the best storytelling I think Bungie's ever done, like including the Halo games. Uh, the Taken King is is just great. Like it is a full, like this, we know how, listen, we know how to tell a story. I'm sorry that this other one was bad, but this is how we wanted to tell the Destiny story. Um, and it's great. It was uh, fan-fucking-tastic. The problem with the Taken King the Taken King is Rise of Iron. You know, you want to get through all the story stuff, so then you can you can play the game. Um, Taken King drops you off at about 217 light. I think it was 218, because I did some extra stuff. Uh, to start Rise of Iron, you got to be 280. That's, that's more. And that's more. And you don't level up super fast in that game, but I wasn't deterred. I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. How do you level up? So, you know, I'm opening... 2015 how to le- how to light how to level up your light level in in taken king and they're like all right you want to do strikes you want to do these things that are like these match made activities and all this other stuff great jump in let's do it the other problem with destiny and this is true of destiny 2 or at least it was i don't know if it still is the problem with destiny <clears throat> is that it segments its playlists its playlists are playlists is the same thing as just like you know, if you want to do uh, a strike, which is the uh, basically just like a dungeon in World of Warcraft or whatever, and you want to matchmake into it, they, they're called playlists. So they have they have two playlists. I have two playlists available to me. I have the classic playlist and I have the Taken War. No one is playing either of those playlists because they're playing the Rise of Iron playlists. They're playing the Siva Crisis playlist. So when I matchmake into matchmake into anything with a, like a strike, I'm just in there solo because no one else is playing it. Which like takes an already slow leveling process and turns it to a halt. I've been playing, I beat Taken King two weeks ago 
I am light level 250 and I've been playing almost every night. Um, I have made some bad choices uh, in terms of like what to spend my currency on uh, because I didn't know any better, but like still that's pretty wild and it's really fucking annoying. And like, I really like, I like the feel of destiny one a lot more than I like the feel of destiny two. There's something about destiny one. Uh, the easiest way I think to describe it would be like the difference between having a, uh, a plastic MacBook and having a, a metal MacBook, right? Like, so even if the internal specs are the same, or even if the plastic MacBook is better, there's something solid and grounding about that metal MacBook that just makes it feel like it's constructed and is sturdier that Destiny 1 has that Destiny 2 does not. I just remember Destiny 1 feeling, the guns feeling super visceral. Yes. Like, or, yeah. like I remember how everything satisfying does. headshots were in Destiny yeah. 1. Oh, yeah. No, everything. Like, so, like, the one of the things about the Taken is they have these bombs that just, like, they're just floating in midair and you get close to them and they pulse, 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 explode and it shakes your whole screen. Those exist in Destiny 2 too. And in Destiny 2, they're just kind of like annoying. They like flash your screen white and it shakes a little bit. In Destiny 1, the whole fucking UI just goes <laughs> like the whole thing shakes and it's just like this much more satisfying like, oh, I should probably avoid those because they're not annoying as much as they are completely debilitating to my ability to see what's going on. Um, yeah, no, Destiny 1 feels a lot better than Destiny 2 does. So I'm like still going at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat this fucking game. I'm going to get to Rise of Iron and I'm going to fucking start doing the raids because I have people that want to do the old raids and I'm excited to do that. But God, like what a way to kill momentum because I could go straight from House of Wolves, which was the last Destiny 1 expansion. I could go straight from that into Taken King. There was no wait. And now I have to do this whole fucking ridiculous level grind to get into um, Rise of Iron. It sucks. It sucks. But yeah, that's what that's what I've been playing. All right. Much well, speaking of Bungie, uh, well, not anymore, but speaking of Halo, um, I interacted with a new Halo product. Yes. Uh, this week. Ha- Halo. Um, infinite i believe it's called uh no no that's not no that is not the halo product that i interacted with this week uh i used a master chief's voice in ways oh you can be you can master chief can tell you which way to go um so full spoilies it sucks it's real dumb Um, they all are every one of those the only one that's ever been good there was a cookie monster one and it was fucking great there was that good that was the only one of those that i've ever thought Man, this is fucking great. The only the only thing that, that's exciting or funny or cool about it is the payoff when you get to your destination. He goes, go, go work out there. Uh, fuck, what does he... But anyway, he goes... Does he say, oh, fin- he, now go finish the fight? No, no, he, that would have been good too. But he goes, uh, he goes uh, if, uh, I'll be here if you need me. Just wait for <laughs> me. <laughs> That's good. That's All good. right. Um, uh, season five of Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War started. Uh, it's a real good. Oh, yes. I, I like it. It's a good season. The new maps are good. The new guns are cool. Uh, the operators are neat. Um, not much to say. It doesn't change the game fundamentally. Like it's, But it's a good season. Right. I, so far, I think it might be my favorite season so far. Um, I also played Microsoft Flight Simulator on the oh, Xbox yeah. Series and X. How, and how did that go? 
Okay, so here's okay. So listen, here's the thing. You uh, you it's you can't do it. Like it's like you need a thing. You need the you need the sticks <laughs> yep. and the buttons. Uh-huh. Um, but once you here's okay. This is what this is. I I'm probably gonna delete it because I'm not gonna pay three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for the Xbox Series X Turtle Beach Flight Stick, which. Turning a free Game Pass game into a three hundred and fifty dollars game is like not seems like a bad <laughs> use of my funds, but um, you can fly from the airport nearest to our house to like the like another air, like to another nearby airport. I can fly it from O'Hare to our the airport by our house in real time with the mm-hmm. real buildings underneath us with the real mm-hmm. landscape. Mm-hmm. And I can get I can get the plane off the ground. I can I can go, and I mm-hmm. can get steadied. Mm-hmm. And you just and you just zen out for like yeah, twenty you just minutes. Wait. You just and wait, then, and then um and then you crash face first into the air to the to the runway. You just I can't do it. I can't land. I've been unable to successfully <laughs> land in the game. I played it for about three nights, about hour long sessions, flying in real time from real places. I did the training mm-hmm. courses. I did a bunch of the training courses. It's cool, man. Like it's a cool thing, but like it does feel very much like a toy for enthusiasts. It is like right. not a, like a, right. it is not a game that like I would no. then play. Like yeah, sorry, I I've been playing Call of Duty, guys. I've been flying Cessnas like from the airport. Like it just you know it it was cool. It was it was cool to do it, and it was you know I'm glad it was on Game Pass and pay for it. Um and. And that's it. That's probably all my time with Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's cool, but it feels like a yeah. I, it. I mean, like it's always been that product, right? It's always been the yeah. But the, the home. A, no, 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 no. But I mean, like, but it's always been the home avion avionic aviator. Yeah, aviator. Yeah, yeah. Avi man. The avi man. Yeah. Uh, it's always been like that. That the, the hobbyist thing, right? Like it's it's. I, I remember, like, even back in the day, like, my buddies really into, like, planes and stuff got it. Because they were like, I can fly a, 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 a Boeing 737D, and it's, it's accurate. And I can pretend to fly from San Francisco to New York, which is a, a flight that can only take, they only take twice a day. You know, like, you, and you just go, great, yes tremendous but like for someone who wants to like play a video game that ain't, that ain't it GM. that ain't no. it that it's ain't it at all no um, it's it's very it's a it's a simulation but it's and you know what? good on them good on them for making it good on them for like being like you know what fuck it here's another microsoft flight simulator and it's not one that we like it's not some budget flight simulator like this is like the real deal no it's 100 percent nuts right yeah, there's you can get super granular with like the way yeah. you pull on the sticks exactly. and like yeah yeah um it's uh, it, it is really cool like it is really like yeah. once you're up in the air and you're flying over like your house or whatever and then you're like and then you're being like called in radio towered into the like runways at O'Hare. And like you can recognize all the shit. Like, you know, I used to live around I, I grew up around over right. Like I knew all those towns and those roads and like right. uh, it's wild, but yeah, not much of a video game. That, Does it have my new house on there or is it still the old house? Did you fly over my house? I didn't I I did not I should, I no. Should. I have to download it, it now, just fly over my here's, house. Here's the thing. Um you can set a setting where it streams in new 
being right. map data all the time. Yeah. So it's possible. It's entirely possible. The other thing though is that um, they're not super accurate representations of of houses of the houses. I live in a townhouse, which is like six units in like one large townhouse. Mm-hmm. The house that I fly over was like a very oddly shaped single family home. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like actually like it was like right. rendered to look like a house, um, but it wasn't quite. A, I don't live in a house, like house house. Right. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. Um, but it's all there, like the the lakes by my house and or the ponds and stuff. Like that was all in there, right. and that's pretty cool. Um, our dear friend Brad came into Discord. Dear friend, dear for our dear friend Brad, our dearest came in, friend, came into Discord one day and was like, "Y'all check out the ascent, it's sick." Um, if by sick he meant like bad, like diseased, he was correct. Um, I tried <laughs> playing this dumb fucking game. Uh, it's on Game Pass. Um, it is a it is D- cyberpunk Diablo is how he pitched right. it. And that's how it looks in screenshots as well. Um, but the game's dog shit. Like, it's just bad. I heard, like, well, I heard, so here's the thing. I heard the first hour to 90 minutes is real fucking rough. I and then get, it gets I could, better. I couldn't get past the first 30. Okay, no, that's fair. But I, that, that's what I've heard. I've heard that the first, the first bit of that, that, that game does not draw you in as much as it pushes you away with yep. both fucking arms. Mm-hmm. I hear the music's really fucking good, though. Yeah, I think remember who I said did, that. Maybe I, Arthur yeah. Geese said that. He said that it I was think, like fucking legit, like really good. Yeah, I think it is. I remember. I, I think the music was pretty cool, um, but I gave up on it. And then they all did too. Like they pretended like they liked right. it, and then the next right. night they went to go play it, and they were like, "This is stupid." Um. So then the final uh, game that I guess I talk about is Hades. Um. I, it's oh. on Game Pass. It came out over the weekend. Yes, it is. I'm finally, I'm finally playing Hades. Um. Yeah, man. Yeah, it deserves all the accolades. It's really cool. I'm very, very bad at it. I'm not a roguelike mm-hmm. player. Um, but there's just, it's got that super giant like charm all over it. The writing's really good. The music's really good. It looks incredible. Like the, I, 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 yeah, it was like on my 4K TV, like going through the dungeons and like killing demons. It's like super good looking. Um, yes. I, I don't quite think it's not the kind of game that I think I'll finish. Like, I don't think I'm going to beat Hades. Um, you know, and especially when I hear people say that they put like a hundred hours into it to get to the mm-hmm. end. I, like, I was like, yeah, I probably don't have time for this. But it feels like a game because it's a roguelike and you die and start over and die and start over and die and start over. It feels like a game that I could do like a run a night or two runs a right. night. Like I could, like I could right. get into it and do a couple runs and like see how far I get. Um, and as long as it stays on Game Pass, I guess, you know, like, I'll keep playing it and I'll keep trying to beat it. Yeah. I mean, well, that's the thing, right? Like, that's what, that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, the one game that I'm very disappointed to say that I didn't try was the beta for Back for Blood. Um, but according to our crew of, of uh, friends who play, we play games with, they were like, it's just Left 4 Dead. Like, it's straight up. Right, it's Left 4 Dead and it's got, like, some card mechanic. Yeah, uh, yeah, and they, they really liked it. The game will be out in October again. It's on Game Pass. It's already downloaded. It's on Xbox, so um, I'm excited for it. But I didn't, I didn't play it. I, I wanted to be able to come on here and talk about it. I uh, I did not. I didn't play it. Sorry. Apologies. Well, no, I think that's I, it. I, I think that's what we've been playing. Uh, 
we know the news and we can start with the this is the one that I think will elicit the most conversation. We don't have a ton of news. I only went back two weeks. Like I didn't want to go back like forever. Yeah, right. Uh, so if there's anything I'm missing, let me know. But um, this is something I wanted to talk about because I find it very strange or very interesting and strange. So there's there's the Activision Blizzard sexual harassment, mm-hmm. sexism, massage, you know, all the crazy shit mm-hmm. we talked about a couple episodes ago. All um, the nice words. All the yeah, all the great things that you can say to women at the, in the workplace. Uh, they were doing it at Activision Blizzard. Um, part of the fallout from this has been the big sponsors of Call of Duty League and Overwatch League pulling their support. Coca Cola, T right. Mobile, State Farm, all pulling out. Which, in essence, only directly affects the players. The players, right? Because that's where the money, the pot money, was coming from. This weekend, it, well, starting Thursday is the big the, the championship. It's the Call of Duty League Championship the finals. Okay. And they lost all these sponsors because there was shit going on at the developer of the game that these people are playing. Right. It seems like such a fucking weird move. Like, I don't think I think that what happened at Blizzard and Activision was abhorrent and awful and it, it's crazy and it's fucked up and we keep hearing about this shit over and over again in every all the, every industry right now but I wouldn't if they were like Coca-Cola presents Call of Duty League I wouldn't be like oh those motherfuckers are aiding and abetting right like I, I would just be like oh yeah sure it need, this thing needs sponsors and it puts it puts esports a thing that like we want to succeed, or I do. Like I, I think it's definitely a big future, big part of the future of entertainment is esports. Puts it in mm-hmm. jeopardy because sure. if, if Coca Cola and State Farm won't give money to these leagues because they don't want to be like it, it, it makes it feel like again, it makes video games look and feel like a second class citizen. Like, mm-hmm. oh we can't sponsor video games like that they're terrible hmm. am i so what what's the move here am i first of all am i wrong second of all like what what i don't know so, what do you so it's a hard it's a hard conversation for me if i thought at all that coca-cola or state farm or whoever the fuck is sponsoring these things was doing this for like moral reasons then i think that you're wrong but they're not, right? Like they're doing it for like bottom line reasons. They're doing it for, they're afraid they're going to lose money by doing by, by sponsoring these things. And they're not going to get the return on it. Not even lose money. They're not going to get the return on investment that they're originally going to get. And that, I, I agree, I mean, that's shitty. Like that's- I guess another question I had, I, I guess the, the real question then too is like, were there- boycotts in place where people saying I'm not going to drink Coca-Cola anymore no, because, because is, Coca-Cola is too big for that. Coca-Cola is too no, big no, for no, that. No, 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 I'm no. Not, I'm, not I'm not saying that Coca-Cola would have been, bottom line, would have been affected by a boycott. I'm saying was there even a boycott? I don't, I don't think I heard about people saying, well, don't, don't buy T-Mobile. No. Uh, cancel your like state farm no. insurance. Like, right. I, they, these, these companies backed out of their own accord. Like, right. you're like, oh, you're involved. Like, you're related to this thing that's bad. We're out. Right. Which is kind of weird, too, because, like, how many people that are watching the fucking Call of Duty League know? Like, how, the, 
doesn't seem like there's oh, a whole lot of well, that cultural goes, crossover there. That right? goes for everything, though. Look at no, look at the that, like, sure, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's like again, like so. Here's the thing. I am 100% supportive of everyone pulling out of these uh, and support. I, I'm all I am all for people not giving any more fucking money to Activision Blizzard. 100% across the board. I am 100% behind that. But you're absolutely right. Like, it doesn't, I wouldn't say it delegitimizes the the sport, but the sport is having trouble getting tracked. Like, I watched the first couple seasons of, you know, of uh, uh, the League of Legends. Uh, What the fuck is that called? LCS. LCS, yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, they didn't have any sponsors. Like, fucking commercial breaks was just them playing royalty-free music right, for right, three minutes, right? right? Yeah. Like, you know, and occasionally a team would have, a team would have a sponsor. A team right. would be the, you know, uh, 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 TSM Snapdragon or whatever. But, like, there were no, like, it was not a commercial broadcast like a NFL game or an MLB game. It was very much just like, uh, we are facilitating this uh, because we get a little bit of a kickback from the team's sponsors or whatever. And it helps us build, the, like it helps us make this game bigger than fucking anything in the world. Um, I mean, I don't know. This whole fucking Activision Blizzard thing is just so, like, aside from the fucking obvious where it's fucked, like everything about it is fucked. It's also just like, this is a weird a weird hill for 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 Coca-Cola and State Farm because no one's going to be like fuck yeah Coca-Cola fuck yeah take a stand guys oh you yeah. got it's not like anyone's like, no, fuck Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Like, doesn't no one's Coca-Cola gonna... own Nestle or does Nestle no, own Coca-Cola no no, no they're two oh, okay. completely different companies well like everything is owned by five different companies anyway right Coca-Cola right? owns Minute Maid if you want to get into weird if you want to get into the weeds there, there, yeah there's a lot of stuff you that Coca-Cola owns that you may not know Coca-Cola owns. And, and there's a lot of there's there's a lot of Coca-Cola stuff that Coca-Cola owns that I imagine it's really fucking evil doing evil fucking things because the majority of the time that's what people do is really fucking evil things when you're not looking. So it's like, okay, you took a stand against fucking, and I'm glad you did because fuck Activision Blizzard, but also fuck you too. Like I don't know, like I don't know. But you're right, I mean, it's a weird thing. Do you, but do you think? I mean. I, my major concern here was that if these sponsors don't come back, there's no Call of Duty and Overwatch League next year, right? Because these prize pools were funded by these companies. It wasn't so much they were paying Activision Blizzard like to just be on the show, like to, oh, hey, sponsored by Coca-Cola. Sure. It was also they were kicking that money towards the sure. uh, towards the prize pool, which, uh, of course, Activision Blizzard, they have, they have made up the difference. The, the, the prize pool didn't change for the right. championships this weekend. Um, they obviously are going to kick that money in themselves if they have to. Mm-hmm. And they could just as easily do that next year. But again, I think without sponsors, you're, you're really hurting, you're really hurting the eSport. I think you're, you're hurting the possibility that like one well, day there's going to be an ESPN seven and it's going to be all day esports. Although, but also in on on the same tip, the new G four appears to be also like it's going to be the home. It's it's the new home for League of Legends. It's right. um, it's going to be the new home. I think I think definitely I'll shift towards G four. So maybe it's fine too. But but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the question I would ask you. Do you think that the future of esports hinges on the success of the Overwatch and Call of Duty leagues, or do you think that there is enough esports out there? 
you know, between League of Legends and although Riot is currently under the fucking microscope of uh, the same the same yeah. uh, uh, thing that uh, Blizzard's under the microscope for, same uh, agency too uh, in California. So who knows what happens there? But between League of Legends, Call of Duty, Evo, like you have these other big sponsored events um, and leagues for that matter. Um, I guess Here's Call of Duty isn't really, or not Call of Duty, uh, Counter-Strike isn't really a league as much as no. it's like, a series of events, but like Dota, you know, like you but have these huge things. Here's do the- you need call? Do you need Call of Duty and, and Overwatch to succeed in order to continue having esports? Yes. Okay. Here's the, here. Here's what makes Call of Duty and Overwatch leagues and teams so unique. They are, and of course, COVID fucked this all up. But right. they are city. They're representing cities. Right. Chicago is currently building a stadium for Chicago's Call of Duty team, like a 3,500-seat okay. stadium. I, I'm putting okay. stadium quotes. It's not really a stadium. But, it, you know, a venue. A venue where you're going to go, and that's going to be the home of the Optic Chicago to watch them play Call of Duty. And I think that's really huge to getting that into the minds of people who are, like, esports curious. These people okay. who okay. are, like, these people who are, like, oh, did you hear the Fortnite champion won $4 million? And they, like, clutch their chest, and they're, like, $4 million to play a video game? Oh, my God. And you go, well, the Call of Duty, the, the Chicago team is playing next weekend uh, at this place down the street. And you'd be, like, oh, my God, what? It's really like this? Uh, you know, it's, like, there's, there's I, I think it's a huge, huge part of what makes, uh, we got we got to get more of this. Activision saw this and and, and made it happen. These cities rep- teams representing cities. We've got to get more of this. It, Halo esports. You know, I, I want the Chicago Spartans. I want the New York. Right, whatever, right, sure. Whatever. Like, I, I you want huge. the you like the regional aspect of it because it no it mirrors. I don't I do like I do like that. I think that's cool because it gives me an easy in for a team to root for. Oh, I live in Chicago. Right. I'm rooting for the Chicago team. It's for everybody else. It's to make it make sense of everyone for everyone else. Nobody knows what right, TSM or HyperX. Nobody knows. Right. No. Shit. No. That's that's what I'm saying. Is that like for you? You think the important thing here? Yes. Is that is the is the regional aspect of it? And I think you're right because I remember when they announced that for Overwatch League, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a really fucking good idea because it gives you, you like you said, it gives you a team by default to root for. You can root for anyone you want, but like if you're looking for a team. You know, it's real easy to just latch on to your regional team. And I think you're right about that. Also think about the synergy here. Chicago, let's say Optic Chicago goes all the way. They win the championship uh, this year and none of this shit had gone down. And now in Chicagoland stores, you can go to the store and buy a bottle of Coke that says, congratulations, Optic Chicago 2021, all duty league champions. Like, and that, like, it's, I think this is like a really huge deal. And I I, I think losing these sponsors is, is, uh, uh, really bad, but also at the cost of they're backing out for a really good reason. Right, like, yeah, and I like, we're both we're I, both sympathetic I, to the reason why they're pulling out. It right. just, I just do think it hurts, but I'm also not entirely sure I understand that they did it for like you like you said like they, they didn't do it for do, the right reasons. Right, they did it they did it because their return on investment wasn't going to be right on it because now because of this thing they didn't do it because a woman killed herself because she was working at fucking Blizzard and couldn't handle it. They did it because people are going to think, oh, a woman killed themselves while working at Blizzard. Why is this on my Coke can? Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's shitty. Um, I guess where I would, 
think you're right in terms of that it hurts it, but I think it's just a setback because I think eventually that is the key is that, is that because League of Legends has already made the step to saying, these are the teams, you know, it yeah. used to be like, if you had a team, you had just as much of a chance as anyone else into getting the, into the LCS, you just had to be good enough. Now they're saying, these are the teams every year. Um, they just haven't put locations on them yet. And I wonder yeah. if that's in the cards. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if the reason for that slowing down is, is more Europe than anything else, because it's Let's hard also, to, Europe's, it's harder. And let's also be clear that the teams, the, the Call of Duty League teams, their cities, it's all bullshit. They're all based in LA and Texas. And like, right, exactly. They Absolutely. Don't, they don't really Optic Gaming in is in LA. They have yeah. the fucking Optic Gaming mm-hmm. complex in LA. Uh, no, that's, well, no, Optic's in Houston, Texas. Oh, oh, right, but, right, right, sorry. But uh, like, LA, like but they just built that giant and, fucking complex. That was like they the just hundred thieves or whatever. That's that cash right, complex. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You're right. And that was that was what flip flopped. So LA's team was Optic LA. Now they're LA Thieves, and now Chicago's Optic, based in right. Houston, Texas, which is actually where they were based anyway. Like they were based, they right. were based there when they were the Huntsmen. So like I don't know, the whole thing's fucking goofy, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think we're on I think we're on the same page and like it kind of it sucks that they didn't do it for the right reasons, but we're okay with the fact that they did it for the cool reasons they claim to. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're getting for the first time, I didn't realize this, for the first time in, in, in a handful of years, we're getting a NASCAR game. Uh, Great. NASCAR 21 Ignition is being released on uh, October 28th for PC and last-gen consoles. Um, the game runs on Unreal 4. Uh, it's being made by uh, a studio that was bought by motorsport.com. Uh, Great. They Great. bought a yeah, they bought a studio and this is uh, already this is already a gangbusters. So oh, perfect. So excited. If you like NASCAR, there's gonna be a NASCAR game because only before NASCAR has been um, like DLC for like Forza games and stuff. Like there hasn't right. been like a NASCAR game. No, because uh, EA gave up the license. Yeah, mm-hmm. EA gave up yeah, the license for anymore. it. it wasn't I mean, very well they could them. they couldn't they couldn't add like the truck sticks to turn right or whatever. It's like right. they 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 were like we can't innovate. Anymore. Can't, innovate. can't innovate um the big huge rumor that's been going around for a while seems to be all but confirmed that the gta 3 trilogy is being remastered and being released by the end of this year right and it's coming to everything including switch right. of course it is yeah of mobile switch um there's a lot of like weird stuff in this report about how it's like a mix of old and new graphics which i don't quite yeah. understand Here's the other thing. Here's the thing I didn't I didn't know. Maybe you knew this now because of this story, but I I didn't know this. The studio that's working that that keeps remastering GTA five and is now doing this GTA three trilogy is like Rockstar Dublin, who were ruffian games, who made Crackdown no two and three. Yeah. So the team behind this is like oh, the Crackdown people who were the Grand Theft Auto people. So right, like, who were the Grand Theft well, it's That's like, really... it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like fucking, it's like Zampala leaving EA to go <laughs> to Activision only to come back to EA and is now yeah. running, you know, four studios everything. in EA. Yeah, running everything. Did you watch, I, I take it you didn't watch this. There's a really, really well done nine minute narrative trailer for Battlefield 2042. Um, it has nothing to do, it just like sets up the story, like the conflict mm-hmm. in the game. 
It's really good. I'm I'm really excited. I'm gonna buy that game. I think I'm gonna buy that game day one. I think well, that, like I wanna I wanna play that. Speaking of, uh, today it was officially officially revealed that the new Call of Duty game is Vanguard. It's set in World Vanguard. War Two. Um, there is going to be a so there's, there's a teaser trailer, a really well done teaser trailer. Um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, it's it's really it seems like there's going to be four main characters that you play as in the single player, and they do a really clever way of revealing each character through this like mm-hmm. two minute teaser trailer. The actual reveal for the game though, like, is coming in Warzone. Um, on right. August well, isn't that what they did? We talked about this, right? This is what they did last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is what they did for um, for. Uh, wait, is what they do last year? Yeah, they did the same thing last year. To reveal Cold War, they did in Warzone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Um, this event's going to be on August 19th at 11.30. Well, you're supposed to... It's, it's The event's at 12.30 Central. Um, but you're supposed to log in an hour early. The earlier you log in, the more bonus XP you earn. Interesting. So, and I, I don't know. So, so how does this work? Of, like, so they do... Does, the, like, does something just happen... During all the active Warzone games at the same time. No, there's a playlist. There's like a playlist you go into. When we did the, so there was the mid season, the, the season two to season three event where the island went back in time. Right. You logged into a special playlist, and um, it was when the zombies, those zombies were everywhere, right? So you basically had to like try to not be the like the last zombie. And then, when that event came to its conclusion, there was a cut scene that showed like the nuclear bombs were about to destroy Verdanks, but then like this kind of like flashback happens. We've been playing, Warzone's been set in a flashback okay. for the last four months or whatever, four or five months. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, I, I, I have to assume that they're just gonna keep pushing the story. Like they're just gonna keep being like, mm-hmm. well, actually the story really begins if you go back to World War II. Right. And we're just gonna keep playing in this like flashback until we catch back up to whatever's gotcha. happening. Because Warzone seems to be following like its own narrative path. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it can't follow the games like exactly. Um, and they're right. always updating stuff like you know every season, every well every every month something changes because you have these right. um, the seasons start and then they do the season reloaded, which is right. where something happens halfway through the season. Um, to keep you, you gotta keep those gotta keep those eyeballs on the screen. You gotta get those Cosby points uh, rolling. Right. Keep, keeping them rolling in. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, th- the interesting thing is that so we're at a point now where it's Vanguard versus 2042. Nobody seems super excited about the setting of twenty of uh, Vanguard. No. Um, but I was when we were playing. I was playing with our friends Friday night. And I was like, okay, so it seems like Vanguard's all but confirmed. So they started releasing little teasers, like little mm-hmm. snippets, and mm-hmm. it was clearly World mm-hmm. War Two. And we we're and I was like, okay, well, are we gonna play it? And everyone was like, yeah, of course we're gonna play it. And I was like, really? Like, what about like Battlefield? None of you have pure Battlefield, right? And they're like, no, we haven't pure Battlefield yet. It's like, well, so we might ignore Battlefield and just play World War Two vanguard and then and then someone was like well what about war you know warzone and i was like warzone's free like warzone's like you don't need vanguard to play warzone like warzone's gonna change without you right so it's interesting because like i thought we were gonna skip it i kind of i mean i don't i don't know why anyone's excited for it like i don't 
Aside from it is being it, Call is of anyone Duty, exci- is anyone excited about it? I don't know if anybody. I don't know about it. I don't. It's it's I a like sledgehammer it. game. Does that make you is that exciting? Is, is it? I, is it sledgehammer? Yeah. Yep, it's okay. sledgehammer. They made them do two Call of Duty or two World War Two games back to back. They're like, we're gonna give you one more try. <laughs> you just, you know, and the you other get thing one is, more. Uh, you fuck this one up. It's it's Warzone DLC as far as the eye can see. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put Raven in your slot. Uh, you yeah, exactly. Uh, and and uh, speaking, you know, our other dear friend Eli, um, he he's on this weird. He's like very, he's very. It's very stuck in his craw that like it's only going to be one gun. Like, how do you level up one? It's World War Two. It's only going to be one gun. And I was like, there can't. There's got to be like you can't. I get the joke. Like I get the joke you're trying to make, but like, there's got to be something. Like you can't just be right. one gun. I, I no. I, 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 well, no, I can't claim what? to know. I, I understand either what what's going to happen with World War Two and its guns, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just I, I guess I don't. Sledgehammer is really great at narrative, like stories. Mm-hmm. Like, can they tell a cool, compelling World War Two story? If they can. Well, I think we, I can answer that question. No, because they tried. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> And I guess I guess for multi, I mean, and then there's multiplayer, right? Like we're we play multiplayer. Although, boy, in the last three or four months, we have skewed heavy on Warzone. Like they're they're like we're much more into. Oh Warzone. yeah, no one no one seems to play Black Ops at all anymore. It, we played Friday night. Friday night we played ninety ninety minutes of Cold War, and then four and a half hours of Warzone. So, yeah, it's been like a three to one ratio Warzone to Cold War lately. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know what. Why would so the question becomes: Why would we play Vanguard? Why would we buy Vanguard? I don't know. There's no reason. I don't know. To buy Vanguard. Unless unless there's something wild about Vanguard that like they're not that they're keeping under wraps. Like I don't understand why anyone cares about a World War Two shooter. I don't think anyone does. I don't. No. Am I going to buy this game? I say there's a seventy percent chance. But we'll see. I, I I would rather play Battlefield, and I don't even like the way Battlefield plays. Well, I'll buy both. Listen, I'm willing to buy both. But what oh. I don't want to find, but what Big I don't want to find out, what I don't want to find out is that we vastly want one over the other, and then we don't right. we never touch the other one. So I don't know. And the only reason I bring up pre-orders is because with these games, when you pre-order, you get beta access. Right. Exactly. And so it's cool to like have beta access. Right. That's the only reason I'm interested in pre-ordering. I know pre-ordering is a scam. It's a joke. You don't need to fucking do it. The digital store is not going to run out of fucking Battlefield or whatever. But if there's a chance to play the beta, I'd like right. to play the beta. And I, and I think they know that. I think that's why pre-orders always have some sort of like thing like that. Yeah. Well, I've only got one more written news story here, and it's, it's aimed squarely at you. It's a news story Great. for you. Uh, Pinhead it's coming to dead by daylight i saw that i just read that sure well, it's fucking i'll do it whatever i love it breaking news I love it. pinhead coming to dead by daylight the cult hit the twitch cult hit dead by, dead daylight. by daylight which so is just it's just an asymmetrical multiplayer game monster versus i liked it better when it was friday the 13th but uh it's all right wow wow there you go that's all I got. There it is. Yeah, that's. I that's, mean, that's it. That's oh, you don't show. want to talk about Intel's new GPUs? 
I mean, I'll talk about Intelligent GPUs. Tell me about Intelligent GPUs. Any, I, I, I don't, my only hot take is that if they, uh, they want to be competitive, all they have to do is put them on shelves at this point. You right. just have to have GPUs on shelves. <laughs> so you have to be able to buy them. Yes. You know, here's something uh, in, something that was in my, that, that, that crossed my path today. Um, I was considering buying a third Xbox because there are three of us in the house to play Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'll just buy an Xbox One S. Because I don't, I have a 1080p TV in the bedroom. I don't need the. Do they, I don't think they sell those anymore. No, they don't. Spoilers, they don't. You can't. And then yeah. even if you find one used, they're only like 40 bucks less than an Xbox Series S. Right. At that point, you just so, get the Series S. Costco has Xbox Series S's. Oh, nice. They're, How they're much? Two, $290. It's 10 bucks off. Well, then what? So what are they? Oh, they don't come with anything. It's not like the Costco no. bundle that. Oh no 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 no! This is just console, console and controller only. Um, also, I'm a fucking idiot, and they announced a new. Um, they announced a new Xbox Series controller that is like a weird mix of blue colors, and I'm a sucker for blue mm-hmm. controllers. And um, instead of it having that textured plastic grip, it has a rubberized grip. Oh, interesting. Okay. And uh, and I and I pre-ordered one because I'm fucking dumb. No, none, listen. I, I'm I'm waiting for I'm waiting for uh, I have as someone who owns both Elite controllers, no one is done. Yeah, I mean, I would the, the Elite controller would be nice too. Here's another here's another kind of embarrassing thing. We're getting, we're getting old. Um, I think I'm getting a repetitive stress injury from playing Call of Duty. <laughs> Do you know how like you, sque- you squeeze the controller to like run? Uh huh. I get pain all the way up my yep. arm into my chest. Yeah, that would be an RSI. And yep. I think it's from squeezing the Xbox controller over and over and over again for hours a week every weekend. That's like, see, that's why you need that's why you need the Elite controller because you can just assign it to a paddle on the bottom. So I found out that the pros don't use the stick to run; they use left bumper and they put the grenades on the bump on the sticks because you can hold the stick down to cook the grenade, get it pinpoint where you want, it, and let go of the stick, and they throw it. Interesting. Okay, that's how All the right. pros play. Did oh. you want to get on that optic team? If I, yeah, optic if I do want to, yeah, I need to get o- on optic there. ugly organ. Yep. Well, not I can't use that. Activision won't let me. That's been my gamer tag for fourteen years, and Activision was like, "Nope." Did I tell Did I tell you that uh, that Bungie's doing like so? Bungie's going to do their whole crossplay thing this next season, right? And um, they're like, all right, well, for, for your name, the way it's going to work is oh, the boy. day that we, the day that we start crossplay, the day that we, the, I can't remember what it is, August 24th. I think. When you log in that day, whatever name you're using. So if you're logging in via Steam, whatever your Steam name is, that's going to be your Bungie ID. Whatever your X, you know, like if you log in via Xbox, whatever your Xbox name, it's going to be your Bungie ID. If you log, so on and so forth. But they're like, um, and this of course is, you know, uh, subject to our content filter. My name never fucking passes a content filter. Oh, so we're in the I mean, same like, boat. Well, so like I've gotten, I, I have the Jesus fish on, on Xbox. I have the Jesus fish on uh, Steam. I have the Jesus fish in Bungie. I have to believe that they're okay with it. But... I, I am I am I am kind of dreading that day. I'll have to change my name to like 
Cade Six's juicy, juicy thighs or something. Zavala's uh, only fans. Um, I was listening. I, I'm a big fan of the band uh, Murder by Death, and I was listening to their mm-hmm. singer on a podcast, and they were talking about how they use their song in the trailer for Destiny Two, where Cade dies. Spoilers, um, and how that's like the biggest thing they've ever done. Like it's like <laughs> that's their number like that's their number one song on streaming by like a ten, by tenfold. Oh, and sure. That and that Bungie found the song like they like they Bungie found the song liked the song wanted to use it for in the trailer. But that the song didn't match the beats of the trailer, so they actually put them in a recording studio, and had them remake the song to the for like, that the beats of the trailer. And but here's the crazy, the crazy part: none of them know anything. They were like, "We don't know anything right. about Destiny. We don't any, like, we don't play video games." And so they were in a recording studio, like a movie's recording studio, where they show you the movie. You're, you're scoring it. You're scoring the trailer, right? And they fucking blurred out all the characters so that they wouldn't know who dies in the trailer and then made them sign like NDAs. And they all were like, we're going to do this, but like, I guarantee you, none of us fucking know what just happened in this trailer. (laughs) Like none of us play destiny. Like we don't know anything about this. And they were like, the turnaround on that trailer was two weeks. Like from the time they scored it to the time it was released, it was only two weeks. And they were just like, they had no idea. Like they just had That's no wrong. clue that it was like anything like that. Someone had to like explain to them like, oh, it's not just a game. It's like this living thing that like changes like every few months and like characters That's live wild. and die. So it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty good, pretty good story. Yeah. That's wild. There you go. <sighs> there you go. That's it. Should we call um, that a podcast? That's that, that, no, that's what I call podcasting. Volume um, 210. Uh, I'm on uh, t- Twitter at J-I-M-P-L-A-C-H-Y. Uh, this podcast is on Twitter at Bullshot Podcast. Please, if you listen and you have Twitter, just follow You don't, just follow us so we know. We, don't even, tweet, we don't even tweet that much. Yeah, we only tweet when there's new episodes or if we want you to like answer questions or whatever. Um... um that's it. That's all I. That's all I got. You can review it. We're on iTunes. Go on iTunes. Review the podcast. It's been. Uh, have we have we gotten a review? No. I even and, and it's been like eight years or something since someone's reviewed the podcast. It's pretty silly. It's like pretty <laughs> wild. So go on there awesome. and write a review or just stars. Just put five stars or four or one. Just, I just need to know. I just fucking need to know who's out there. Who's out there listening to us? Bullshot podcast. Hold on. Oh, let's boy. see. We got a four point eight out of five. I know it's a pretty good score for a podcast that's been around since before anyone cared about podcasts. Since before anybody knew what that meant. Only one, only one, one star. I can't remember what those. Hey, if you listened, um, if you listen uh, to the podcast because if you listen to this episode because you listened to last week's episode, thanks for sticking around. Um, thanks for listening to us jabber on about video games. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, my thanks once again to Pet Symmetry and. Uh, and Ariana for coming on and talking about their game Earth is Fucked, you should play it the album, uh, Future Suits is out now you can listen to it now Like you can go and like listen to it on any anywhere, go out in the street it's probably playing mm-hmm. you'll hear it you'll hear it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you, yeah, it was, a big, it was a bigger episode for us, we got like I'd say like double the listeners maybe, I think on that one so, I didn't look Thanks. Thanks. I don't look, if you, you know if you stuck around for this show. Thank you so much.
we, we talked it. about Ooh. some we talked about some shit yeah we got into it it's video games baby big industry billions of dollars people love it anything you want to tell the people before we go no okay well thanks for listening we'll be back next week we'll have played video games and surely something will have been announced <laughs> or we'll talk about the Warzone event or whatever. So, all right. We'll I think I will. And it'll be, it'll be the eve of the Destiny events. There you go. So that big Destiny event, big Warzone event, big, big video games. Get it. And a we're perfect day for a podcast. We're getting into the season. Like it's That's right. the iPhone Ma- announcement. Madden's we're, out. Madden's out. Madden will come we out. we are going to go. We're good to go. Yeah. I can't wait to play Madden on EA Play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.